Now I got life, bigger fish to is, fry here. Life is different now. <laughs> I've did. gone. I've I've gone from paper to electronic. I don't need to worry about the company. <laughs> search for the perfect rental on a Friday night, finally settling on something you would someday regret until you do a podcast about movies. That's my life. Welcome to Mike and Anthony's Soda Pop Culture Club. Me, Mike, along with my co-host, Antoine. I had some delicious Triscuits in the car. <laughs> Bring our take on a classic movie every Monday from the 80s, 90s, and beyond during which we'll play the game and open up a six-pack of favorite scenes. We also point out a couple of generic scenes as well. At the end of the show, we will rate the movie 1 to 24 cans. One can is a scrupulous penguin sleeping with your girlfriend. Yes! 24 cans is sharing milk with Ms. Vaughn. But before we get to all that, we want to let you... As soon as you said scrupulous penguin, I'm thinking that's 24 cans, yeah. (laughs) Oh! No, he's with your girlfriend. Uh, but milk with Miss Vaughn is 24 cans. Uh, just want to let you know that. Um, and also, we want to let you know this, that we have a website. It's a wonderful place. Sodapopculture.club. That we have a website. That we have a website. It's a wonderful place. Sodapopcultureclub.com, where you can make your own movie suggestions. So if you want to guarantee we do your movie. All you have to do is make a donation of $25 using our Venmo or PayPal. The name is at Soda Pop Culture Club. Don't forget to make sure you say what it is for when you make your donation. We also strongly encourage you to email us, letting us know why. Why you want us to do the movie you requested. You can email us at Mike and Anthony at SodaPopCultureClub.com. And that's only if you don't use the portal. If you use the portal, it has everything you need. That's what we're trying to say here. And if you want to support us, if you want to make us happy and help us so we can keep bringing this wonderful content to you, it's pretty easy. The best way to do it is get a movie, you know, pay us for that or buy merchandise. It's on our website. Hit the merch link. All the wildest dreams will come true. T-shirts, hoodies, fanny packs. Go crazy. Make it happen. Support Make your dreams come true in a hoodie. By supporting your fashion. Yes. <laughs> a couple more things. Don't forget to share the show with your friends. Check out our Instagram, at Mike and Anthony, where we post thirst traps of Anthony. We also have a Twitch channel, which Anthony hates. Admittedly, it hasn't been very uh, active. I hate it. Because, you know. He keeps but, promoting something that really doesn't even exist right now. It, 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 but it will, and I don't want people to know. Just, just be ready. Subscribe to us on there, and when you see the alert, and you hit the alert, and when the alert pops up, we're on. And then you'll be like, "Holy shit!" You know. So that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Plus, go to Apple Podcasts and hit us up for five star review and a comment. Um, it would be super awesome, and it helps uh, the show grow on Apple, which you know they're their own thing. Um, Anthony, tell the people what we're doing uh, this week. We are doing the Billies of Madison County. I mean, Billy oh. Madison. 
I mean, Bridges to Terabithia. I mean, yeah, Billy Madison. I was right. Billy Madison. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We're doing it. There is no one like Meryl Streep in this movie. I'm just going to say there is no one that talented in this movie. Yeah. No, there's not. (laughs) Bridges of Madison County. Are we, what? Is there a chance we'd ever do that? Probably not. I mean, unless somebody pays for it. All right. All right. Do you want me to hit the trailer? Let's let's hear it. Suntan lotion is good for me. He was born into privilege. Oh, really, fool? Really? And stood to inherit a fortune. But for 27-year-old Billy Madison... There's just one problem. How could I hand over my company to someone who couldn't even get through school? That's nice. Billy is not an idiot. Oh, oh, oh. Give me one more chance. I'll prove I can take over. First grade through 12th grade, all over again. And then I get to take over Madison Hotels. You're on. I want you all to meet Billy. you think it's a little pathetic that just because of who your father is you get to come to school all over again yes i do i think he's retarded or something <laughs> good morning class so let's all open up our reading it's fun books to page 69 69 <laughs> where's billy he's in school man so what's it like back in school. I don't know. I kind of feel like an idiot sometimes. Although I am an idiot, so it kind of works out. Universal Pictures presents Norman Invasion of England. 1066. That is correct. Adam Sandler. I am the smartest man alive! Spanish Armada. 1466, 67. Billy Madison. 1469, 1514, 1981. God, give me the answer! And there you have it. Yeah. That's it. That is your trailer. All right, Anthony. trailer for the movie that is centered around a man-child passing grades 1 through 12 in a span of a couple weeks, and that being enough experience and education to qualify him for taking over the hotel empire. We'll get to that here in a minute. <laughs> All right. Break this one down. All right. Here's a breakdown <laughs> by the numbers directed by Tamara Davis and starring Adam Sandler, Bradley Whitford, Josh Mostel, Mostel or Mostel light, depending on how you drink your Amstel, Bridget Wilson, Norm McDonald and Darren McFadden, McGavin, <laughs> Darren McGavin, shooter McGavin, there we go. Billy Madison was released on February 10th, 1995, taking in a whopping $26.4 million at the box office against a $10 million budget, which is Adam Sandler. He makes profits. Doesn't matter if yeah. you're big or small, he is bankable. It scores a 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb and 41% on the Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. Yeah, um, he does make money, but this was like uh, his second movie he had done the first one he did was straight hot garbage i don't know if you've ever watched it, it was like it was like a over that, it was actually on a cruise yeah, ship i believe yes yes it was awful yeah like, like uh i like cruising but dang but that this movie was makes this you... was like adam sandler's coming out party this is much you got once you this was right when you were getting into you know adam sandler hilarious 
and then it got old. Uh, I would say, um, I he guess. I mean, I, mean, I have still, some takes, he's but still, we're going to come out with those here. He still does some stuff I enjoy. I don't enjoy it like I did, you know, because it is one of those things. It's just, it does get old. It's like, you know, how long can you go on with that, with the voice and the yeah. stupid humor being funny? That's all. Nothing wrong I with it. I'm just saying, you know. It's okay. It's okay. All right. So that is the numbers. Are you ready, Anthony, to do that one thing you love to do? And that is play the yes. game. I want to play the game so damn bad. All right. 1466. That's my answer. 1467. <laughs> You're right. I'm 1981. <laughs> All right, we're going to play the game, and the game goes like this. I'm going to read three reviews. Two of them are real. One of them is fake. I wrote the fake one, and as you may guess, the game is Anthony has to guess which one is fake, so you can play along with him, and he loses. So whatever he guesses, usually I would go the other way, just because I was just cutting something. Well, I don't want to get, I guess I can't say that, but in a previous episode, he guessed twice and got it wrong both times when it went down to a 50, 50 shot. So I'm just going to say he's sometimes his brain fails him. That's all I'm saying. Do you ever think that maybe I get him wrong on purpose to make you feel better? Because if so, I feel so fucking good. That's a, he's such a good guy, people. Now, know, are you ready me, I for me to read these to you? I know your self-esteem is about the size of your penis, so I know oh. it's very low. Oh. So I'm just trying to help you out. I'm, trying to give I'm you feeling something. the daggers right now. I'm trying to um, give you something. Are you ready for me to read this for you? You're feeling the daggers? It's not a dagger. It's more like a cocktail umbrella. Oh. <laughs> you had to put cock in there. All right. Okay. So are you ready? Ready. Let's go. Mark Stein of The Spectator. Billy Madison is a moronic movie from the nerdier-than-thou school of comedy. Michael Daquina, TheMovieReport.com. Wipe that smug grin off your face and go home. Danny McGrath, Chicago Sun-Times. This is brash immature humor that is only appreciated by teenagers and grown men in their 20s. You are muted. Unmute. <laughs> he was trying to... He, I think he had an answer and he I might did. change his mind and win. No, I'm not going to change my mind. I'm going to guess the second one. Uh, Michael DeQuina, TheMovieReport.com Wipe that smug grin off your face and go home. Um, You know what? I'll let you see me now. Okay. And I won't wipe the smug grin off my face because I fooled you with Danny McGrath of the Chicago Sun-Times. Good job. This is brash humor, immature humor that is only appreciated by teenagers and grown men in their 20s. I tried to make it sound actually like someone who writes reviews. For I once. hate this fucking game. I love I it. Shit out of it. And I can tell you this time, my self-esteem was not on his agenda. I just hate it. I just hurt his self-esteem. Maybe I should make one so obvious that I will help. Such a waste of my time, (laughs) my energy. I hate the shit. I bet everyone at home listening 
or everyone. So that like it's a podcast, so they could be anywhere. But wherever they're listening, they probably guessed right and you guessed wrong. That's all I'm saying. I like to envision they're listening to it either on the toilet or in a bubble bath. Oh, bubble bath is that's either clutch, one. bro. That's what clutch. <laughs> that's clutch. On bubbles on the head. That's the question. Do you have a stack of bubbles on your head? No. What I'm saying is, I think I, I picture all of our male listeners listening in a bubble bath and all the female listeners listening on the crapper. How about that? Oh, oh, okay. Now my, my uh, <laughs> images are gone. Are you ready for this? Yes, let's go. Billy Madison is the dim-witted, childish, and spoiled 27-year-old heir to the Madison Hotel's fortune founded by his father, retiring tycoon Brian Madison. Billy spends his days drinking with friends and creating disturbances across his father's estate. One evening, Billy ruins a dinner meeting between his father and his associates by, apti- by, bleh, by acting obnoxiously. Brian loses confidence in his son and chooses his devious executive vice president, Eric Gordon, to take over Madison Hotels. When Billy begs his father to reconsider his decision, Brian reveals that he secretly bribed Billy's school teachers to give him passing grades. The two finally compromise. Billy must complete all 12 grades of school with two weeks for each grade to prove he is competent enough to manage the company. So, Holy yes. shit. Two weeks. <laughs> two weeks of grade. That proves you're smart enough to manage a hotel empire. Yes, of course. What the living shit. I mean, you can test out of it. <laughs> it's like it's like college where you can go and take the test and see if you don't have to take. And you might even get credit. For I mean, I'm saying, like at this point, does Billy's father give a rat's ass about what happens to the company? No, and and uh, <laughs> at all. Um, I would agree. I would agree with that. And I want to. I have some some things here. I wrote down. This movie is like many other movies of the '80s, actually, that came before it. I have a few of them in mind, um, where they have preposterous stakes. Right, with the strange time. challenge or competition to see who gets the spoils. I have on here, One Crazy Summer had the Yacht Race. Karate Kid had the All-Valley Tournament. Still has the All-Valley hey, Tournament. Hey, that was badass. Yeah, but it still has it, though. That's the thing. I it, know. It's, it's lived. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Revenge of the Nerds had the Greek games, and I'm sure I'm missing some other things. Oh, like um, every other 80s comedy. Yeah, but I'm sure there's others that All have challenges that I'm, not, that I'm not thinking of. Yeah. Um, Old school... But, Old school's not from the 80s. I know, but I'm just saying, we're talking about stupid slash raunchy comedies. But, uh, yeah. It transcends decades. But with those movies, here's the thing. With those movies, there was a reason to buy into the side that was the underdog, right? Like, there was a reason I wanted it. On this one, I I find it hard to be on either side. (laughs) Billy is trash, right? He's just trash. Eric is a weasel. And the only person in here that I like is Carl. He is a good guy. And for some reason, the father completely overlooks his value. Doesn't even care about him. A homegrown guy who understands the business, has been with the company for years. It's like he doesn't even care. But this, And despite all this, like he, he keeps asking Alphonse, is it Carl? Carl, um, you know, do all the shit, set it up. He keeps making all these arrangements and making all the shit, but somehow he's not good enough to take care of a company. Oh, I, I, I just, I, I can't. Father is, he's in probably mid stages of Alzheimer's at this point. I don't know that he it, has that. To be making these I, decisions. I know he's delusional. 
But so. I don't know if it's Alzheimer's. I don't know what it is. Maybe he did cocaine in the 80s. Maybe. Drops some acid. But I remember back when I first watched this, I think my undeveloped brain gravitated to Billy. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> but now I look at it, I'm like, these spoiled prick, this spoiled yeah. prick, and this needly executive, why are they fighting over the company? Why shouldn't he just go, Carl gets it. Have a nice day, both of you. I mean... And plus, Billy, why would he take care of the company? What would he care? What does he care? He gets to sit, he gets to jack off and like his dad. You know what? And that's, it's, I think that's the one, one of the things you grab onto. It's like, okay, he does want to take it seriously. That is the only thing he has is that he cares enough to think that this guy could fuck it up. Billy is either one step above or below a Kardashian. And I don't know where he falls there. (laughs) Well, that's a, well, how about this? I got to know here. His nudie mags, when he goes and gets those, they look like what somebody's, and we've talked about this before, Pornhub searches might be today. He had, he, back then he went so fucking niche. What the hell is this? The over hey, 80 and the drunk girls? I mean. You know, variety is the spice of life. You've seen Chasing Amy. What do you think would Billy would happen to Billy if he had sometimes internet? Fred Brown eye kind of night. Sometimes it's girl on girl, and sometimes, not often, but sometimes, I like the idea of a woman with a horse. What do you think Billy would do if he had the internet and a smartphone? Then I, I definitely think he would be. He would give up on trying to take over the company. He's <laughs> like, wait a second, no, 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 no. I got life, bigger fish to is, fry here. Life is different now. <laughs> I'm gone. I've I've gone from paper to electronic. I don't need to worry about the company. <laughs> you know, there's a there's a um, actual uh, science. I don't know if it's I don't know if you call it a science, but there was a thing called teledildonics. You know what that is? What teledildonics? Just you could Google it. Uh, I but don't want to Google it. I don't. It's even where somebody could control your sex toy through like a phone or something like that. And it, and that was the, the that was the seed of what now people probably do with apps. And I'm really? guessing I don't know. That's yeah, and they can control it so that it's like you're simulating, like you're having sex with them, but electronically. That's I, I'm just saying, and I feel Billy probably would latch oh. on to this. You know, I do remember, um, no, remember when I saw that they had, like the it was like vibrating panties or something. Yes, with a, rem- with a remote control. Yes, that must have been the impetus for this idea. It's called okay. I found it. Eleven's. Teledildonic vibrators, long distance interactivity. So you it's to, a thing. You need to put your phone in the dishwasher after this. <laughs> I, I, you know, people, uh, just a little uh, heads up always search in private mode. It doesn't save it. <laughs> wow. You would know. <laughs> Everybody should know that. If you don't know that, you're not searching porn right. That's what they say. My gosh. Oh, I man. mean, who wants to see you put in what you just said? Horse, woman. <laughs> who would be knocking at your door if they could see your search? That's what I want to know. Cowboys. Cowboys. <laughs> Is that one of them websites where you can get a date? <laughs> you get a horse and a woman all on one website. Yeah, I was typing in <laughs> farmersonly.com and I hit the wrong key on something. All right. I want you to. Okay. So the, I want to, before we get into this movie too deep, I want to say that this movie, much like in. Already gotten in pretty deep here. I've gotten in pretty deep. Yeah. 
and I might even have some notes on this later, but I do want to say that this movie, very similar, but I think its story is a little more linear. Very similar to Wayne's World has, is nothing but joke after joke thrown yeah. in your face. So, yeah, yeah. So totally. just want to get that. So with so, that said, I want you to give your six yes, pack. I've got back to back six packs here just because of where we're kind of going in the. So you want me to hit it twice? Here. Let's hit it twice. There we go. Back to back. So first, one of my just favorite lines, quotes from the movie, the bathtub scene. Shampoo is better. I go on first and clean the hair. Conditioner is better. I leave the hair silky and smooth. Oh, really, fool? Really? That's just <laughs> fucking gold. I love it. I'll still, like, you can still take a bath and do that. Yes. But again, it is awesome to see that that is what somebody of that education level and age with nothing else to do. You know, I've never done what? that to my wife, though. Like, spit well, in the shower. But the problem is because now I have a shampoo and conditioner combined in my thing. So combined you got like per plus you get a, i have a shampoo conditioner that's all in one i don't have two different you bottles do the per plus i gotcha no <laughs> it's not pert plus but yeah but back in the day that's all it was it was I only pert plus back in the- <laughs> all right um so my second is so billy uh first attacks kindergarten story time <laughs> billy's speech whoa 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 miss slippy Part of the story I don't like is that the little boy gave up looking for his puppy after an hour. He didn't put out posters or anything. He just sat on the porch like a goon and waited. That little boy's got to think. You got a pet. You got a responsibility. If your dog is lost, you don't look for an hour and then call it quits. You get your ass out there and you find that fucking dog. Yes, you do. You know what? I'll say that. I think it's time for dodgeball. Which I'll get to my thing on that after the next thing. But I will say this particular thing, it shows he does have, he is still an adult. He has some kind of mental capacity and moral compass. To understand responsibility. Although, when you watch the beginning of this movie, you feel he's just fucking worthless. I mean, just, yeah. What day is it? October. It's Nudie Magazine Day. You know, it's like, come on, man. It's like crazy. Shortly after enrolling into elementary school, Billy becomes attracted to a third grade teacher named Veronica Vaughn. She is one hat piece of ass who initially ignores him. (laughs) Nevertheless, Billy successfully progresses through his first two grades. He finds himself as one of Veronica's students in the third grade and earns her respect by standing up for Ernie because he peed his pants, his other friend and classmate. Billy becomes popular among the third graders and misses them as he advances through school because, as we all know, up to third grade, that's when you've got good friends, and after that, it's pretty much fucking downhill. So, Billy's progress alarms Eric. Desperate to take over Madison Hotels, he blackmails Billy's elementary school principal, Max Anderson, who also is a little bit questionable with a valentine he had previously sent to Billy, which is really effing weird. But he does bribe him into lying that Billy bribed him for passing grades with a wrestling magazine containing pictures of Max's previous career as the revolting blob, a masked wrestler who accidentally killed a man in the ring by sitting on his face, by sitting on his face. Who? Yep. Hey, they had, they had a code. Yeah. He was supposed to tap. If he couldn't breathe. Yeah. yeah well, hey, you know, what can you say? Um, I will say in this particular section, I think some of the best work is done in yeah. this movie in this part of the movie. Uh, we get some of them because we start getting into those moments like you're talking about the first two grades, Billy getting his Eric, his friend Ernie, pardon me, his friend Ernie 
it's one of the better moments here. But I want to go over first grade. You already talked about the soliloquy he did, but dodgeball. Um, yes. <laughs> here's the thing about dodgeball in this movie. The kids loved uh, Adam Sandler off camera. Yeah. But. <laughs> Not on camera. In dodgeball, he took uh, great pleasure in hitting the kids with the ball. And reportedly, he wasn't faking it. The actor actually threw the ball as hard as he could. The cries of ouch that you can hear in the scenes are the actual reactions of the child actors, many of whom cried when the scene was being filmed, causing the director to have to cut away from their faces so it wouldn't show in the finished product. That's that's a fact I pulled out here. So he was merciless against against those people, man. That's that's awful. That's so bad. So bad. That is, especially since you know you're not. Like, you're not going for that reaction from the kids or anything, so it's like... I, I don't know. Maybe I, I could see where maybe in Adam Sandler's brain, he's like, when he thinks of it as a comedy bit, he's like, you know, no one would so, expect me to actually just go fucking off on these people. And I mean, it being on camera that way would look funny that an adult just does what an adult could do to kids. You know what? That's method acting that I don't even think you should mess with. I know. That's why I pulled, brought it up, because it, it's funny and kind of disturbing well that no one's ever said what the fuck did he do in this movie <laughs> the, the thing is like i remember dodgeball in grade school so you know junior high yeah especially the junior high area because we had a couple of kids who threw like fucking adults yeah like they could whip that some bitch. It could, it would hit the fucking. If it missed you, it could hit the gym wall and come back the other way and hit the gym wall and then come back and get you again. That's how hard they fucking threw that shit. So I'm thinking, yeah. Adam Sandler. Were you kind of a wimp? Because I could throw the ball pretty freaking hard. No, I was not a wimp. These guys were like either flunked a bunch or were on steroids oh, okay. or were say, like. I never was scared of anybody in dodgeball. They were was... like, they were like the high school O'Doyle coming back oh. to grade school. Okay. <laughs> Do I have that fact on here? You just mentioned O'Doyle. You know, what's funny about that O'Doyle thing, I don't have the fact on here, but but it is a fact that Adam Sandler's script, when they first presented it to the producers, mm-hmm. they thought it was too childish and didn't like some of the things, so they had a guy make a run through it, and one of the things that that guy added and stayed in was the O'Doyle rules thing. That is not an Adam Sandler thing. That is that guy's wow. thing. So, okay. And that joke is one that gets set Carries up and throughout. pays off, yes. which tells me that's why... Because that a professional writer would set up a joke like that. Yeah. And and Adam Sandler was not a professional writer. <laughs> so at this point. Yeah. His his was like in the moment jokes. Yeah, they're all in the moment jokes. Like uh the second grade spelling bee I have on here is one of my one of the things I enjoyed seeing. It, cause cause we got earlier, we got the explanation from his father. You know, don't you remember when you went that spelling bee? You know, when you spelled uh rock R O R O K? He's like, Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> R-O-C-K <laughs> yes. yes oh yes oh man so so it was interesting when he got put on the spot and he almost did it again yep. which what was the word that he had to but this was uh, now this was after we found out he couldn't write a Z to save his life oh well, no no that's third grade that's third grade was that third grade okay yeah I know it, exactly when it happened it all happened in two weeks it's hard to because he's like, are you going to the mall later? That's what I was going to ask him. <laughs> are you going to the mall? Just, it was great. It was great. Uh, it, like, he he had to win that, though, to get to the next grade, which I thought was 
uh, which I thought was interesting. So mm-hmm. couch, that was the word he had to spell couch. couch. Um, and then, like you said, third grade is where I feel we get a lot more because that's when he has to be with, talk to Veronica. And then we get uh, the principal is substituting. And that's when we get the weird Valentines. Yep. That was the, the, the creepy part about that is all the little girls giving Billy the Valentines and then giving him the eye and, you know, winking yeah. at him. And then the principal winking at him. Yep. Very disturbing. Did I don't know if we needed that. We didn't need it. No, you never need that. Because later on, we also get a a thing I will talk about later, but but that we didn't need as well. It's like funny because um, the Valentines, because like when I see that, see that now, it's like because my son is in first grade. Yeah. And almost every single day he comes home with a love note or homemade Valentine from one of the girls in his class. That's funny. It's I love you hearts and everything. And so-and-so loves so-and-so all like literally all the time. Well, and I'm like shocked when he doesn't come home with one. I'm like, what happened? Well, you the thing is now old. they do Valentine's different. I don't know about when you were a kid, you made your box and only people who wanted to give you a Valentine, put them in there. Yes. Now they make you make one for each student. Yeah. If you're going to, if you participate. So, yeah. you know, I don't remember how, how it was done. I do. Yeah. I feel like it was everybody. You you may have. I was a few years before you. Yeah, and when I was in elementary yeah. school, they it I was can't it, it was brutal, and I could tell that some people felt dejected about it. And if I could go back, mm-hmm. I would give everyone one and well, tell them is, nice things. You know, it's it's funny though because um, I do wonder like when that really kind of got implemented. Because remember the movie Drive Me Crazy? Yeah, which we did that yeah. whole thing about Dave. It's like, yeah. remember, what was it, fourth grade, whatever? The, Designated they, Dave. When they stopped making us, or they started making us give out Valentine, or stop right after they stopped doing that. Yeah. got one Valentine. I'm nuts about you, Nicole. Or I'm bananas about you, Nicole. Yeah. Yes. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that movie, if you want to listen to us talk about that, I, I don't think, what's, what's funny is I don't think we even remembered and mentioned this because it wasn't on our brain at that time. No, but it's, but that movie came out in the nineties. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know. Is this, so this wasn't like a national school policy. It just got through. I don't know. I think it was a, once something like that happens, the trend is that everyone does it because they feel they see the psychological rewards right. of doing it. Right. Well, so. the thing is, why would they have ever done it the other way in the first place? You can just give it to because you this is the United States and we want to see favoritism where we want it. True story. And we want certain people to succeed and certain people to fail. True story. So that's that's why when, when you can push other people down, you can raise yourself up a little. That's, That's kind true. of how yep. that works. <laughs> so if there were other podcasts we could step on <laughs> to make ours go up higher, we would do it. In a heartbeat. Actually, I would wreck the tide to raise all boats. So I let's go. Profit. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go to the field trip now. That's the See, that's where when, some epicness happens. I feel this is when you're at the uh, bottom like us. No, I want to step on people. Yeah, we're step we're dodging foot. I'm feet. a stepper. Uh, we're, we're we're at the bottom. We're dodging feet. Someday we might be the foot. I don't Step know. Step up, part seven. Step up, part seven. Podcast rises.
the so but the field trip this is a i would say the whole field trip thing is pretty pretty epic in general so so i love that i love that so let's i want to talk about uh chris farley here all right um because it's pretty cool uh, one of Farley's most memorable moments is when he's behind the wheel on the bus and the yeah. kids just push him too far after threatening to turn the bus around. He starts mumbling, cursing under his breath and turns bright red with fury. It's an amazing moment of pure stress. And it was actually completely improvised. Once again, not in the writing, just that dude doing what he does best. So, so there he you was go. a good one for sure. He was a good, he was a good one. Yeah. And I want to talk about this. When they're on the bus, and I'm going to give my generic now. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. All right. My generic for this one is when they dare, well, when they say, I dare you to go touch Ms. Vaughn's boob. And he's like, that's assault, brother. So (laughs) Billy knows right away it was assault. But then he's like, will you double dare me? You know? Like, so he was waiting for the triple dog dare. Yeah. So, uh, so he does it. He still, he still goes up there and does it. And he's a criminal. Yes. She kind of played it off, but I think that's what she would have to do. Right. Like in that scene, cause it's over with, she still has a job to do. He's a criminal. He just assaulted Veronica Vaughn. Doesn't what happens with them yeah. later. doesn't matter. He, he broke a, he broke a law. Totally there. He totally did. Billy Madison is a fucking criminal. Yeah. Oh, and I want to go backwards on a generic that I think I wanted to call for you. And I don't know if I got it right. Did I get this right? No. Oh, then I won't hit the button. I wanted to call a generic for Anthony because this is something that sounds like it make him feel disgusted. Is when they have uh, that one girl who has a little kid and and she's talking about her husband in in jail. And she uses the snotty rag to act like she's wiping her boobies. Yeah. And uh, he says, calls her the mucus queen. I thought you wouldn't like it that she's rubbing her mucus all over herself. Oh, no, I didn't like it, but it's not my generic. Okay. It, it, no, it's, it has potential to be one. It is just not the generic I picked out for this film. Now, I do also want to add my third six pack in at this point, too. Okay, we'll hit it. We'll just, we'll just do six packs and hit generics and all around. Hit Go ahead. Um, pee in your pants. Yes. You in your pants is the coolest. You ain't cool unless you pee your pants. Like that is. <laughs> and, but then just the scene, all the kids get being pee their pants or high five each other. When they get home, their That's parents great. are going to be but so. The line is just awesome. But also too, can you imagine that bus ride back? And the, yeah. And all those oh. kids at school with all those kids, unless it was at, unless they got back at a time when. I would assume kids aren't there. I'm assuming it's, maybe it's one of those you get back and then you go, home, but oh my God, just the, the stench has got to be. Hey, you know what oh. though? Solidarity is a good thing. And he did learn, like I said, Billy does have a moral compass. So hey, let's there be we glad go. that it wasn't solid though. <laughs> yeah. If he decided he shit his pants, it could have been a real different bus ride. Cool, unless you poopy pants. You ain't cool unless you got the brown. Oh, like what's his name in uh, Can't Hardly Wait? Unless you got the pudding incident on your butt. <laughs> yes. How can I forget the pudding incident? I know no one else has. Uh, all right. Let's see here. I got another thing in here. Uh, I'm going to put a six pack in here. because right. I forget when it happened. But when they're out in the hallway and the milk is being delivered to the class 
and uh, oh, he asks yeah. Sideburn, you want some of that milk? <laughs> no. And he's asked Miss Ver- Veronica Vaughn, would you like some? Would you like some of that milk? And he's like, it'd be our milk. No. And she's like, no milk will ever be our milk, Billy. I love that. <laughs> no milk will ever be our milk. <laughs> Until a week and a half from now when I'm doing strip teases, try to get you the right answers. Yes. My gosh. Yeah. Like, I, you know, so this is what's funny. You got you to think about this too. Okay. Now we have a, a grown up adolescent going through the 12 days of school, basically. Yeah. Um, a teacher very put off by him who was assaulted by him. And it took her. So we're looking at, it took her about a good, what, 10, 11 days total to yeah. come around to, yeah, I'm going to start banging him. Yeah, it didn't take long. And I wonder long. if, if the money. Challenge. This whole challenge was two weeks. For her, yeah, for each grade, it's two weeks. I wonder if the money makes a difference, like he's rich, you know, that type of thing. No, I don't know. But I'm saying, like, that was like, that's that does not look well on her character. That was very fast. Very fast. As an educator, too. Hello. <laughs> I wasn't very smart. Your no. student. Was your student. Well, this is a weird, that's a weird, it's a weird gray area. As your student, still in the school system at this point. Yeah, I'll give, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's just say that is what it is. Whatever the weeks left there are, you got to wait. Yeah. Um, No, you, you, when you go into the whole, hey, your teacher, but they were 18 and all this shit. No, it doesn't count that any. That's still bad. No, I mean, how many ever weeks there are left of school that he has to do to complete his challenge? She has to wait until the end of that. Well, it was a weeks. It was days at that point. But well, no. Still. After third grade, he had fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, right. eighth. So he, he had doing, like like he had two weeks per grade. It's like was it two, had, like, two weeks per grade? Was that what it was? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Two weeks, yeah. Per so two weeks per grade. So he still. has like yeah. I don't even know how many weeks. He got two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, 16, eighteen weeks left. He's got a little over three and a half months or four and a half months left. Yeah, it's like that's a lot. Like um, I do than... want to hit. Uh, I want to say one more thing. I forgot on the bus thing when um, Chris Farley has a quote that when they're getting on the bus. And I'm saying this because I know you like this movie. Yeah. Um, he has a quote where he says, "Good, great, grand, wonderful." It is the same quote that his character gave in Airheads. So there you go. There's that one. Yeah. And I, I do want Airheads. Yeah. And also, I want to talk about the principal here for again for a second. Uh, the guy's name is Josh Mostel, or Mostel. Um, he plays Max. Is he's also is a man of a hidden talent. He's an opera singer. He started out as a boy soprano with the Metropolitan Opera, and although he moved into film, he is still an accomplished singer. He has even he was even on Broadway in 1989 in a production of the Three Penny Opera. So that guy, while he plays a buffoon and kind of an ass, he's one of those guys that you know they have a talent that you just don't know about. And I love that when people have secret talents and things like that. All right, yeah. now. I would have to say um, he's like, yeah, he's in um, a lot of shit, though. He is. You know, the in this movie, Billy, uh, one of my favorite things is like they go through the montage of all the grades of him doing all the stuff. I I like a good montage. It's pretty funny. Um, But, you know, it just gets us to the point B where he goes to high school for the first time. What did you think? Was was that your experience like he had? Going to high school, like he's all he thinks he's all cool. He goes up in there. 
goes oh, no. in the class, and then all the people treat him like he's a uh, just this, this <clears throat> shit. Although that's what I expect. They, you know, kids now would do that. No, it's not because when I went to high school, I wasn't even cool enough at that point to wear an REO Speedwagon shirt to school. Well, so, you were in high school in the '90s, so that wouldn't have played very well. You'd have had to wear like a Stone Temple Pilots or some shit. What year did you start high school? Ninety-two. Yeah. Well, at that point, it'd been Queensrÿche, maybe, maybe a Queensrÿche. Yeah, Queensrÿche is pretty big. Yeah, I graduated ninety-six. You'd have to have a Guns N' Roses or a Queensrÿche T-shirt or something like that to be cool. And then within a year, it had to change to Nirvana. Pearl Jam, yeah. Bush, Bush, you know, you name the great grunge bands at that time, you know, that, that would have made you cool. I, I definitely, uh, silver chair, silver chair. Yeah. They were, they only had the one back then. Uh, but that guy did a really good later on. He did something called straight lines, which mm-hmm. is a really good song. So if people want to hear that, it's like from 2007, that's well after the nineties, but Hey, I know music. So you don't want to get into music. The Pro- reason we don't talk about music on our podcast, to be honest, is because we can't play it. <laughs> so yeah. what the fuck's the point? Like a, hey, you know, that's a great song. Too bad I can't let you hear yeah. it. <laughs> Just imagine it. <laughs> Just imagine. But there's a lot of good music out there. Um, when I went, when I started at high school, uh, I graduated in 93. So it was at 89.90. Yeah, 89.90. So it was like right around that time. Yeah, music sucked at that time. In my opinion, it was awful. There wasn't much going on. Just want to say that. I I did like Aerosmith. I was never a fan of. Uh, I I did I liked um, Empire by Queensrÿche, but I didn't like you know what I didn't like. I didn't like Sweet Child of Mine. Really, by Guns and Roses. For some reason, I was not a fan right away of them. Really? I wasn't a fan until Use Your Illusion. Wow. Yeah. It's so weird. And I hated all those Jackal. I, we yeah. talked about this in a previous episode. I hate Jackal and Ugly Kid Joe and all those dangerous toys. They were all these shit metal hair bands that came out trying to do the same shit. I, I did. Didn't. I had the Ugly Kid Joe cassette. I will say I'm that. sure you did. And I, did. I hate everything about you. I think for I might have. I don't remember. I wonder if I bought that or if it was part of my BMG experience. <laughs> oh, did you do the one penny yeah. for nine or ten things? <laughs> yeah, and then never you know, people don't people never know that joy of getting ten records for a penny. Oh my but, god! But then getting that bill later. <laughs> no, I never paid it. Oh, yeah, you never. Well, who did? Exactly. <laughs> that was the. That's why that business model failed. <laughs> but it was so funny because anytime you would get those, because they they send it. You know, you got all the different stamps. Of the album, and you covers. would look, and you would look for the ones you like. And you know, you put the ones on there that you want, and send it in with your penny. <laughs> and then amazing. You get the shit back, and then you just fuck off. You don't do anything about it. It's like, I mean, you know, are they going to yeah. take a thirteen-year-old kid through litigation? I don't know, but apparently not. <laughs> but you know what that tells you? There's enough people who did pay that it was it probably made enough money. Well, I remember, uh, so. I got, I wish I had the list, like the full list of 12 or what, 14. Cause then I think they started doing the thing where it's like, you know, get 10, get two free, two bonus ones or 12. Yeah. Yeah. Four. Yeah. All I can say is I remember, um, cause I think I did this when I got my first CD player and I'm trying to remember what the whole jumpstart that collection. All I could tell you is what was two of the things involved was the Menace to Society soundtrack and the Mariah huh. Carey Christmas album. <laughs> Those two, that's, that's an 
ends of the spectrum right yeah, there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> very, eclectic. very eclectic. But I do know those were two of, yes, I remember, I, I think I got Tupac's album. Um, yeah, there was like. Yeah, nothing, nothing wrong with that. Like, I'm going to tell you, I, I was Warren. I was Warren. <laughs> rap, metal, rap, metal, Whitney Houston. For the ladies. Um, For my girlfriend, okay. <laughs> so, but but the point is, Billy gets picked on um, at school, and then um, I've got a six-pack here I want to hit. Um, for this, so when Billy goes to school with the Zario Speedwagon, but he gets into class and they pick on him. But later on, he's talking. He, he he gets so distraught, he goes and sees uh, Ms. Vaughn, and she says, "Like you know, you didn't feel good, did it? And I bet you probably mistreated some people when you were in high school." So he makes his phone call, and I love everything about the scene where he makes yeah. that call to see Steve Buscemi's character. The music and all the 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 ELO music, yeah. Um, everything, the crossing off the list, the lipstick, that whole scene. That's that. Like well, we always talk about, maybe a movie's not a twenty-four, but there are scenes that are twenty-fours. That's one of them. Oh yeah, for sure. That's a twenty-four scene. That is that's, a very memorable scene. It is excellent. I I love that one. It's one of my it's so creepy. Of, probably one of my favorites ever. Like that of uh, scenes in a comedy. Just because it's funny, and it pays off once again, and it makes me wonder: was that a Adam Sandler joke or that guy? I never got a fact on that because no, that I, other guy made yeah. the jokes that landed later. I got. I do have a question though. Now that I'm thinking about it, so he's got this list. Billy was yeah. still on the list. What was he waiting for? I don't it, know. Um, well, since high school. Yeah, but I can tell you, I know another fact about the list, but I didn't put it in here. Is that that list is actually people who worked on the movie. Like like some of the crew, that's their names. So no, that's awesome. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Angered, Brian calls off his deal with Billy and renames Eric as chairman to the company. Billy grows distraught and re- reverts to his previous carefree lifestyle. Veronica motivates him to return to school while his grade school classmates convince Max to retract his false accusations, infuriating Eric. Brian agrees to give Billy another chance at Eric, but Eric cites that Billy failed the challenge by not finishing ninth grade within two weeks. He then threatens to sue Brian if he does not pass the company on to him. Billy intervenes and challenges Eric to an academic decathlon to finally settle their feud with the winner getting to take over Madison Hotels. So, this movie, this fucking movie has its flaws. Yeah. And I think this is one of them. And it, it's this plot that we've, or whatever you yes. want to call it. Yes. Um, his father is very flippant and he's unwilling to look beyond that news story on TV for the truth. Like, he's just like, well, fuck, I just saw it on TV. It must be real, <laughs> you know? And he makes this stupid choice. Like he, like, like he has to make a choice between the shitty guy. He knows is shitty, but he, for some reason he has to give it to him or his son. Like, like, what is this? It's like, <laughs> hey, where am I going to get my brake pads from? Where am I going? <laughs> where, where do I always usually get them from? Okay, but my point is, it's like he gives. A, it's like he has he, he has choice between a uh, his son who he knows can't run it and a guy who he kn- doesn't want to run it. Why are those his choices? He is making poor choices. But and furthermore though on this Alzheimer's <laughs> maybe Veronica though here's the thing she knows he didn't do it and all she would have to do is go to him 
and, and go to his father and say, Hey, um, I know this didn't happen. Like, and she's respectable. I don't understand. Like she could is have, she, uh, she could have worked she this respectable? out. Mike, is she respectable? Well, not, not as much as we thought it, when she first started off, we were like, like are oh. you going to take the opinion of a teacher boning a student? Well, one, a rich student. <laughs> so, and he's an adult. So I kind of, like I said, it may not be right. Do not somewhat. Call Billy Madison an adult ever again. But, but yeah, that's the problem I have. It's not that she's boning an adult that could be in her class. It's one that is so childish. How does she go from no milk will ever be our milk to that's what I'm saying uh, to this. Like, why don't here. you and your friends come into the house and we no can milk talk about it? Will ever be our milk. A couple weeks later, here's these milk jugs. And then <laughs> like, that's that fast. Now, again, <laughs> let's keep this in mind too. Don't cause you call him an adult. Now, first of all, I already, you know, we already talked about the student teacher thing, which is no, no. But also remember Billy still has the mental capacity of a 12 year old. So that makes it even yeah. grosser. Yeah, well, yeah. This is more pedophilia. Are you saying this me. is like big? This is pedophilia. <laughs> like we did last week. It's like big, but the difference is he never was. He, no. He's just still that little child inside that just grew up no. and never went forward or backwards. It's like the teacher and the 12 year old that ended up getting married when she finally got out of prison. Oh, <laughs> fucking A, man. Uh, but no, but my point is with this. So what ends up happening is she. She, um, instead of doing the right thing and just reasoning with his father, no, she kicks his ass and gives us another opportunity for another ridiculous, preposterous challenge that is totally unrealistic. As yeah. if the, the first totally uh, believable one wasn't enough, we had to have a second completely unbelievable one uh, to happen. So, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, just, just, it is what it is. <laughs> it is I mean, what it is. That's the whole movie. Come on. Um, because yeah, mean, it is. You no, know, let's tackle this then. If we're going to talk about all the things that don't make sense in this movie or just like pointless, how do you get? How does a school allow a grown person to enroll in classes? Money and also take them at an expedite, uh, expedited, yeah, rate expedited, expedited rate, expeditiously. There expeditiously moves them along each grade. Yes, that's a good like, way of saying it. That first of all, no, you're disrupting your whole fucking class. You're possibly scarring little children. Were the was the PTA involved with this at all? Did they get a say in whether this could happen or not? I, I think, but or here's did he just thing. buy them a new football field and it's like okay, there you that's go. what I was gonna say. Okay. But because later on, when they get the second challenge, they we find out that they have the new library, the Madison Library mm-hmm. wing or something that they're building, so so that they could make time for the people to do the the 10 people that were running it the teachers that were going to administer the tests so that so we obviously money made all this happen we don't know what he did to get the first setup but carl let's remember carl the fixer who actually is the guy we think should run the company is the one who sets it all up so he has some unscrupulous behaviors (laughs) but he just does it better than eric (laughs) you know i got i got a question now carl yeah do you think, are we in, you know, how we talk about the multiverse and like, you know, crossing over movies? Yeah. Do you think Carl, that's actually really who he became after he cheated on and stood up Elizabeth Shue in Adventures in Babysitting? This is the sleazeball oh. he, <laughs> sleaze he turned into. Oh, 
Yeah, and, and, and here's the thing. The multiverse, uh, they could go even further than that. Carl uh, retires from uh, from Madison Hotels after a psychotic break and then becomes a junkyard operator on uh, Breaking Bad. Was he in Breaking Bad? Was that him? Was he with in Breaking Bad? Hair? I don't know. I thought he was. Oh, Maybe I'm wrong. I thought he was I, the guy know, with the magnet. <laughs> I thought he was he the dude with the been. magnet. He might have been. I'm mistaken. That's what that means. You're talking about the Eric character. Yeah, Eric. Bradley Whitford but, talking yeah. with him. See, I'm thinking Larry Hankin. Because <laughs> uh, I didn't remember what... I don't remember what fucking movies he's in. He's See, not a... You know, Larry Hankin, I already tell you what happened to him in the multiverse, but you don't watch Friends. He lived in that apartment building and then he just died alone. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. He wasn't the sure thing. He was one of the truckers in that. Uh, so maybe he uh, maybe he quit trucking, then became uh, started working at that hotel. Then you know that. Oh, that's not enough time though. Twenty five years that had to be one of his escape from Alcatraz. He was in that one. He got out of prison. <laughs> had quite a life. <laughs> but no, Bradley Whitford. Yeah, and then he somehow gets on the West Wing. I don't know. <laughs> Which I don't know. Did that start? That probably started around this time. It probably started a little bit after this. Yeah, the West I think Wing. it's a little after, probably. Uh, but that was a pretty good show. I don't know um, anything about Friends because I don't watch Friends. I know. Um, but I do want to take this moment, again, to say how this reminds me of the Wayne's World thing. And the reason, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a little deeper on it because it reminds me of how when we watched um, Wayne's World, we saw Mike Myers' jokes that he would end up using later on and landing better in other movies. I think Sandler, his thing feels similarly. Like, it's... It's like he's trying things out and seeing what works. And if you look at his later movies, he does recycle some of these bits. Um, yeah. And I was when I was doing when doing research research for this. You, if you go into the facts on the IMDb page, it'll say that oh, you know, this thing happened here, and he also did it in this movie here. So it's it's very much like they had a bunch of skits and they tried them out, and they didn't know how to make them work as a movie. Um, he's a much, I think Sandler's products later are much better. Uh, never was a little Nicky guy, but, but once you get past those yeah. things, uh, little um, Nicky, not great, not great. Well, this but was, <clears throat> this was just because of, uh, the humor and the age you were when you saw it. I, you know? I yeah, like that's the thing with this, with, with I, this string of movies right at this time. I, I get it. I get it. But at the time, they, it was kind of like the precursor to raunch comedies that we got in the late 90s with American Pie and Road Trip, uh, things like that. It was the precursor. It was what um, uh, people our age found funny at the time because we liked random for some reason. Random stupid humor. Yes. And I'm not that now. Uh, <laughs> so... So, yeah. So both men excel in different activities, but Billy manages to take a single point lead before the contest final event, a Jeopardy style academic test. Billy gives a completely dimwitted answer for the opening question in the event. And Eric is given the chance to win the contest by answering a question regarding business ethics. Dun, dun, dun. Eric being a highly unscrupulous businessman cannot con uh, conceive of an answer and breaks down. He brandishes a revolver, but Max in his wrestling gear tackles Eric from backstage before he can harm Billy. Eric recovers from the attack and attempts to shoot Veronica, but he is shot in the buttock by Billy McGrath, 
the rifle-wielding madman whom Billy apologized to earlier for bullying him years ago. All right, now here's where I want to say a couple things. But the first thing is, how I really got you earlier on the game is, the name of the guy that that I put on my review was Danny McGrath. Danny McGrath. <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out there. Yeah, it's fine. I, 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 not only did I try, I gave you a really good opportunity if you actually looked at the cast list to know. Well, how would I do that? <laughs> Why would well, I do that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, what's going to happen is I'll start doing that and then you're just going to change it up and do something else when you do that stupid game. So it's going to do me no good. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to go all all right. Bill Belichick on me and shit. All right. Go, yeah, I, I'm going to run the ball. I'm going to pass the ball. All I'm right. Gonna I'm going to punt. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm going to punt. I'm going to um I'm, I'm going to hit I'm going to punt on second down. One. <laughs> Fuck you. I'll punt when I want to punt. First down. Just fucking punting. Uh I'm going to hit uh hit a six pack now cuz it's right. uh it's a place to do it. And mine is the moderator. I love the guy how he's like I don't want anybody cheating with my dirty sloppy whore of a wife or whatever he calls her. I forget the yeah. name. <laughs> nobody like he's he's just uh he's kind of a sad sack um also when just his whole the whole the whole thing he does when billy does the whole uh the puppy that lost his way yes and he's like he's like we are now dumber having listened to that that is classic and i think that's something i have used on other people like i think we are now all now dumber having listened to what you've said <laughs> yes, how many times is... have you said that to somebody like and not me a day yeah i don't i don't in general i guess you must say it once a day I don't have enough hands there, to count. what's happening in your house oh but i use that once in a while i do i do um but i do like this uh montage of events i don't think i could stomach the blow by blow of this though because obviously the who knows what events he got points in? Cause they really, we really don't know. We kind of see some events. Like we know he won cooking cause dude is a, in a flaming mess, but, and you know that the running and he dude shows his old balls to those young kids. That's wonderful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but you know, he wasn't a teacher. True. That is so true. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, you know, Billy got to see her breasts and I think that's okay. You know, I got to say, so because we, you didn't even touch on this. Go ahead. I thought you would, one of your six packs would have been the whole dance and song routine. Oh, you know, it, it actually, it is. Um, I mean, I'll I'm, hit it. I'll uh, hit it. <laughs> and I'll tell you why I didn't get it on there because I was, because I didn't have a chance to watch this as much. I was listening to it while I was working at work and I wrote down on a piece of paper dance and i don't remember why i did dance and i know it was because nice i was going to make it a six pack <laughs> but uh, actually the only thing i don't like but there i like it i love i love singing and all that but i don't like uh some of the lower humor in it like the that's teacher all. telling the student don't i have a nice rack yes that, that's that's so don't i actually i don't like that part of it that's so true then i have a nice rack like what's the point? Like, like I feel like this is a string of lowest common denominator humor, even worse than Wayne's World when it comes to that. 
Like, I think Wayne's World's jokes were a little more elevated than this one. <laughs> when it got, when you asked me yeah, which I, one's a more adult film, Wayne's World. I agree, World. yes. yes. <laughs> Wayne's World was 15. Billy Madison was 12 to 13-year-old range. Yes. <laughs> so, more adult 15-year-olds. And you see which one did more money, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's the proof is in that pudding, isn't it? Yeah. Like, it's, it's um, obvious. Now... Obviously, the careers, the way they went later changed because I think Sandler's humor, when he figured out how to use it in doses properly, then it was right. Like, you know, like when you get to click and all those other movies, he figured out how to make movies where people would come and watch and it was the right amount of that humor. You don't think Mike Myers did that? I don't. Well, no, I think once he did, you don't mess the Zohan, his career went. Oh, no, no, no. See, I'm not. I think when he went Shrek. That was the oh, route. Shrek was great. Shrek when he went Shrek, that was the route for him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's great. I'm talking about the ones where his face is in the movie and he's featured. I'm talking like those. Because, you know, a lot of, you know, the funny thing is there's a lot of actors that do those um, animated movies and they're great, but you don't think about it because it's not what people right. know them for. But it's still, yes. But, the but it's still out it, there. It's still the their body. The humor in it is awesome. And, I mean, Shrek will live forever, except at Universal Studios because they tore the ride down. But... That's sad. It is. I know. I'm glad we at least got. Did they get rid of the donkey it. thing where the donkey would talk to you? Not that I know of. I don't like just the ride. Because that I was don't cool. Know. Yes, it was. I know. I've got video of my son getting to hang out and talk to the donkey. That was the um, coolest thing. It was. I love that. The donkey was awesome. And clerks um, too. Yeah, but like with you know, and it just depends. Some of it runs its course a little too quick. Like Austin Powers, phenomenal. Second one, pretty good. Still, third one, didn't need it. Didn't need it. No, it was just a jump the shark moment. Even though I to... love the character, love Austin Powers, it's like you've already done, I think you've done enough. The first it. two did what we needed. And the first one, like I said before, it's like this. The the fir- the movies you did before, the setup for you to make your masterpiece. And that's I mean, what I think. Like if the first Austin Powers had been a one and done, people would still be today begging for a sequel. Yes. You know. Because you did too many. If, if you'd have done the first two, I think people people would still want a third one. I think well, it, the, the second one was good enough. Yeah, the second one was good enough, but that's where it should have stopped because the third one, no, no, because the because the because we didn't get many me till the second one, and so I think if you'd have done those first two, the a third one would have been begged for for years. So that would have been well. Maybe if they had just waited longer and could have got it right, who knows. Yeah. Now with, uh, with this, I do want to, at the end, I have a six pack after, after Max comes in as the, the blob, the revolting blob and knocks him down. I love what happens here. I want to hit this. So they pick, they get him up and they ask him, are you okay? And he's like, I'm a little confused, but okay. I love that guy's acting in that. Like, you know, you could tell he's like a person who's not right at the moment. Yeah, he's dressed up as a wrestler, and he and he doesn't know what's going on in his life, but he just saved the day. So you know, and and that's and that was a uh, I really like that moment in that. But I do want to hit a I, I I'm not going to hit a generic for, it, but I'm going to say what I don't like is yeah. what happens right after that. You should I call it a generic? I, yeah, I will. I'll call it a generic. <laughs> and that's when Billy gives him a hug. And we get the whole thing where the he has to be a character that comes on to Billy, like, do you want to come over tonight or something like that? 
Like he, and, and we get that gay panic thing. And the, like, I don't know that we needed that. We could have been, we could have stopped it. I was confused. And we still would have thought that was funny character. Yeah. Because he's still trying to find himself and doesn't really know why he's a wrestler right now. We didn't need him to be a guy trying to sleep with Billy. Well, wait, hold on. But yeah, we don't need that. But if we're not going to have that, you got to take out the Valentine stuff too. That's right. And okay, that's well, why I want to yeah. go back and I would take that out because it wasn't yes. necessary. Yep. I agree. It wasn't just, that's what I said that earlier. I said that wasn't necessary that, and I said it would make sense later on when I told this, it just wasn't necessary. Yeah. I just don't think it was. All right. Are you, are, is there anything else about that section you want to talk about? No, I think we're good. Okay. At his graduation ceremony, Billy, deciding that he is not fit for running a hotel company, announces he will pass Madison Hotels to Carl Alphonse. Brian's po- what? Finally. Finally. Brian's polite and loyal operations manager and reveals he plans to attend college in order to become a teacher. Eric, recently fired by Brian and now walking on crutches due to his wound, watches on and fumes in frustration over Billy's decision. So, yeah, finally, like we said earlier, the the fucking, the whole thing, why did, we didn't even have to have this whole saga, which means we wouldn't have the movie. I get that, people. But but if you own a 600 hotel organization that's worth billions, it seems, you don't just hand it over to a guy you don't like if you know you have a guy you do like. That's just, if you know a guy is capable and you like him, that's what you do. Alzheimer's. But maybe I got I don't know what's going on with him, but bad decisions. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm going to give my generic now. All right. Here you go. Uh. My generic is O'Doyle. Not because of the running gag, because O'Doyle rules. I do love that throughout the movie. It's a good little thread. It is. It's a great thread. And. You know, you have. Did they all have to be redheads, though? That really carries on that stigma of redheads. But go well, ahead. <laughs> but the only the thing about it that I got to call the generic part is dumping milk on Billy on his head for just yes. for no fucking reason other than O'Doyle rules. Now I'm gonna call that out only because first of all, I it's just bullshit bullying, and I don't like that, especially for no yeah. fucking reason at all. Not cool. Yeah. But especially given the circumstances when you know like this grown man is taking junior high high school classes he could literally knock your teeth through your ass for doing that yeah like that's a that's a dumbass move well i will say though that the guy in the high school that does it is a little bigger than the he's elementary he's a little bigger kids. sandler but i still up. think sandler could at least knock or, him or, or he knows Fight hit, him. Or he knows a hitman now that could take him out. That's the problem. He is rich. Do you think maybe, <laughs> maybe Steve Buscemi actually is responsible? Maybe he cut their brake lines. That's why they went off the cliff. Yeah, because no banana peel's doing that. No banana peel's yeah, doing he that. He cut their brake lines. It wasn't the banana. <laughs> the banana peel was convenient for us to see. But yeah, you're right. Buscemi was like, O'Doyle was on another list when you turn it over. Yeah. <laughs> One of those fucking O'Doyle, that father O'Doyle had to be he, on that list. Really? He, that's the payoff we didn't get in this movie. There should have been a fucking O'Doyle on that list. He should have. He would have been like a first alternate on the list. Yeah, I'm just saying because they obviously have a dad, right? Like, yeah. The, the, there's yeah. So yeah, dad driving and leading the chant in the car. 
Yeah, O'Doyle rules. O'Doyle rules. All right, all right. I've got a generic here, uh, and you probably aren't gonna like this. So what's that? And it's that this movie ages a little poorly. Oh, I'm fine with that. Um, I don't mind dumb movies, but this makes the mistake of dumbing it down too much at the time. I, I actually completely agree. I can't believe that I thought it was good as I did then. That's all I'm gonna say about yeah. that. Yeah. No, I you're not rubbing me the wrong way on that one. Oh yes. Um, I completely agree. But again, I could still look at it and say when I was, you know, 13, 14, whenever I saw this, then yes, it's hilarious. I was older than you. I was about 19. So I was almost an adult. And I say yeah. almost, people you're think 18 almost. is an adult. You're you're not. You're still almost you're not. there. You're still I'm almost all, there. I've I, I progressed a little further, at least. You're getting um, there. Getting there. All right, you have another thing you want to do here before we get uh, on to all the yes. ratings. One of my favorite parts. Prop time. What souvenir would you be taking from the movie? You go ahead. You cannot say Veronica Vaughn. That does not count. I'm not taking her. Yeah. I'm going to say. She's loose with it, kind of. Because of my love of penguins, the penguin costume would be epic. But this movie, I'm going to say, I, it would be a tough decision. Oh, so you're, I have your notes. So you audibling off this note? You no, know, it's it's a tough decision. I would go with probably, probably with the penguin costume, but also like that's something you would want to display, right? Yeah, you know, I think a lot, of the, like a lot of the stuff, it's like something you'd want to display. So it would be a tough decision between that and the hit list because that's something I could frame and put on. Put on. Oh, that is a that good one. would be bad. I was gonna I mean, say that are the thirty sack lunches. That I, yeah, that I would, I would almost, <laughs> I would almost take the hit list over that just because it's, it would be so cool because it's, it's in a frame. Be like, that's the fucking list. That's the list. That's the list. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. So costume, you have to wash it. Too much maintenance. So I might have to just go with the list. The list. Okay, you're right. Um, so I would like to get the brain cells back that I lost watching it, if that's possible. But I will settle for the pinata full of Rolexes and candy. Fucking hey! Nice, yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? I can't knock you for that. <laughs> I mean, the kid wrote, thanks for the Rolex, Billy. <laughs> yeah, you know, they're probably all movie props, and you're going to find out, oh, shit. I can't even sell these. Oh, well, out. I'm assuming they're real. But I'll take, but I would like the pinata regardless oh, you full see, of all the shit that's in there. You don't even see, you just see like a, I mean, no, that I'll tell you right now, that's all shit that they got from a claw machine. You think? That's, that's not real. <laughs> that's, that's not real. That, it, okay, I'll take the Trans Am. I mean, that's cool. That'd be yeah. fucking awesome. That'd be, that would be. baller. Although that I'd rather have the one in Smokey and the Bandit. Oh, honest. yeah. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> not too often you get to see Smokey fuck the Bandit. <laughs> on a gaming table no less at rick darris's party right is that who mm-hmm. it was except for the mustache <laughs> oh man oh man are you ready to rate this bitch up oh god i don't even know you are all right here I you am. go i'm gonna hit it all right Uh, this one, I want I want to say something here. I feel of late like I am a broken record of regret. Like movies that I loved when they came out <laughs> and yeah. not aging well and giving me that icky feeling inside. <laughs> it just It's just happening. But I like this movie, but there are parts now that I thought were uh, much cooler. 
uh, you know, back then that I, that I'm just not so hot on now. It's like the the highs aren't as high as they used to be, right? And the lows, well, they got lower. If you walked up to me back then, right when I got done watching it, I would have said like twenty three cans, twenty nine. It's fucking twenty nine. <laughs> but if you come at me now, I'm gonna say this one is slightly above average. And Sandler did get better, but I'm going to give it 12.5. Okay. So. All right. Interesting. So I'm on board with you for a lot of this, actually. It is, it, it doesn't age well. And it's just, there's things you find funny in your pre to mid teens that are not as funny. And some that are. There, there's still like, it's more just the memory of it, how good it was. Cause this was Adam Sandler kind of becoming Adam Sandler. And, you know, this was like, cause I remember like listening to his comedy albums and stuff like that. And, you know, it was hilarious and all that. Even that stuff is like not that the funny. The lunch anymore. lady. We didn't mention that the though. Lunch the lunch lady. lady. Yes. yes. People may not know he had the lunch lady song and the lunch lady was in the movie. Yeah. Yes. But there are some things. And I like my six packs were some of his quotes from it because that's still funny to me, even though it's. Yeah. Like I said, you get to the point where the goofy voice doesn't fly as well. Just kind of over it. But. Again, doesn't age well. There's definitely some issues with it, but it was also meant to be a stupid, pointless comedy. So I'll give it credit for that when I rate it. I I guess. You know what I mean? It's not trying to be something else. It is what it is. It's not the Godfather. It's not trying for a fucking Oscar. But I will give it 15 and a half cans. All right. I can see where you go there. You know, and I'm kind of looking at it, actually. So, like... I gave Dumb and Dumber 17 cans. You obviously did not feel too great about that movie. I gave it 17, which is what better I, than... What did I give Dumb and seven. Dumber? Fucking seven. Yeah. So, yeah. Billy <laughs> Madison, dumb. we have an average score of 14. And what else is with that? What else do we love? Well, 14. Uh, four, wait, waiting, which we just did a couple weeks ago, was 14.25. They're about the same, though, when it comes to... We had a big discrepancy on that, even fucking worse than Dumb and Dumber. They're very similar, though, on their um, humor, though. Like Urban Cowboys, 14 and a half. What did I give that? 17. Because it's a PSA. So you got to look at it from that (laughs) point of view. If you look at it as art, you're going to say, fuck that guy. I don't think they meant for it to be a PSA when they made that movie, though. Yeah, but I'm saying now I look at it as that. Um, don't do these things. Necessary Roughness was 14.25. Yeah, I guess these are all in the right Actually, range. that you also gave a 12.5 to. Yeah, they're about the same. I mean, so that was probably close. I gave it 16. Actually, if I, I'm not, I won't change it, but I'd say Necessary Roughness might even be a little better to me than that. But but they're still oh, in it that range, me, so, it's, but yeah. so it's 12.5 is right. So there you go. I mean, that's it works. It works. We're right. It's in that range, except for at least necessary roughness. The student teacher fucking relationship was a little more appropriate since they were of. Yes, that is so true. It did have one. It's funny how they're so close in score and they have that same thing. Yeah. Son-in-law 14.375. That's a good movie. She's all that 14.25 different type of comedy, but still. Oh Yeah. It's slightly below all these, which makes sense. The, she's all that is a little bit better than this movie. Not a lot, but it is. Now I got I got a rail on you for this because Hackers is thirteen and a half. If I think only, it's a worse movie than this. You only, you only gave it a ten. I would much rather watch Hackers than Billy Madison. I would not. 
Because at least, that, like I said, there are scenes in Billy Madison that are 24s, but there's so many ones that, and there's a lot and, more ones in Hackers. Uh, let's just say... The dick humor gets weird in Hackers. The dick humor? <laughs> yes! <laughs> Which I never put you a picture of my I, I, I want you to... You didn't. You said you were going to send one if you couldn't record tomorrow. Listen, I, I just... not. We don't have to do this right now, but sometime... Maybe you can explain to me the examples of what's not weird dick humor and what is. Because I don't really, is there a line there? Is there a difference? Is there a <laughs> I don't know. Scale? Like what's going on? Self-deprecating dick humor where you're like getting hit in the nuts might be okay, I guess. Okay. That's funny. All right. There's a benchmark at least. Uh, it's more physical than visual. All right. So here, <laughs> let's go to the most important one here. Yes. 13.375 Sweet Home Alabama. So it rates It's well. still better than <laughs> I feel fucking oh, I you know and, and for all you listeners out there that love Sweet Home Alabama, it's the one that people have downloaded the most. I I, I can only feel that when you watch that and then you maybe listen to the or listen to that and then you listen to this you have to be disappointed in us somehow. I don't know. Well, I'm sure but, they are. I'm, I feel like Sweet Home Alabama might have cost us some listeners. Or like, fuck. Should you we do? Should we someday do a the Sweet Home Alabama again? A sweeter no. home Alabama? No. <laughs> no, I don't want to revisit that. But but I don't think our scores would get better. I just yeah. <laughs> I don't think they would. They would just they would we would actually start poking more holes. People, you don't want us to look at it again. You don't want us to. <laughs> We poke yeah. more. We poke more. We do. we do. All right. So is that it? Is that what we got? I believe Any, so. Anything else? I'll say if you saw anything else interesting, I was going to let you go with it. But uh, it doesn't sound like your I, brain. I, I don't. I don't think there's anything else interesting that we need to touch on with this movie. I think we've. Is there any? Oh, we've... is there any Fast and Furious that are better than this? Oh yeah, that this is better than in to our you, ratings. All of them. All of them. I mean, I know it's better than. Tokyo Drift on the ratings though. No, I mean. Furious Seven is fifteen point two five, so it's less. Oh, so there we go. That's Fast that's a good oh, movie. Four is thirteen point eight seven five. Actually, most that's... of them, most of them, we have ranked worse than Billy Madison. Too Fast, Too Furious is eight. That's because of you. No, Too, well, Fast... Too Fast, Too Furious is a bad movie. Yeah, it's a bad movie. <laughs> so it is a bad movie. So but I'm just gonna say that's our benchmark. Where is it compared to any Fast and Furious? Yeah, or <laughs> Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah. Okay, so um, we would like to thank you for listening. We also encourage you to hit that subscribe button, leave us a rating and comments. Remember, you can go to our website, sodapopcultureclub.com, for all things related to the show, including your chance to make movie suggestions. And our episode schedule is there. We are also on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And like we said before, we do have a Twitch channel that you might be surprised when I get on there playing some video game. Maybe I'll be playing uh, Fallout 4 or some weird game. Oh, who the now fuck we cares? Wanna... Seriously. What was... No one who cares. I <laughs> now we want to... Twitch because... I don't know why. I'm just going to keep saying it. Because. Cause why do you I, want I, people I... to watch you play video games? I don't mind that. Why do There you are people that love games? watching that. But why do you want people to watch you play video games? I don't know. If they enjoy it and if they want to engage and say hi, I don't mind. Um, now... I want, uh, we want to give you a little tease as to what next week's movie may be. See if you can guess what it is.
that's all I have that. Okay. <laughs> oh man. And uh that's it. As always, we thank you for listening. Do you have anything else? Um just say no to Twitch. You have my permission, everybody. But that's it. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. God bless. Listen to us next time. Feel free to buy some shit.